Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey the Road Runners. Paul here. And Adriana on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Yeah, I know. It's feeling like spring. Is it this weekend that we set in the clocks ahead? I, don't, I think so. When is that going to end, man? Like, when are they going <laughs> to stop the nonsense? Have you, I've come to the, like, I've accepted and come to the realization that like humans are the dumbest mammals on the planet. <laughs> like we do some dumb shit. Like let's just fuck up our schedules. So we feel like shit for a week. Great <laughs> yeah, idea. No yeah. And then the cats are like, what are you assholes doing? It's time to eat, you know, and dogs mm, and all the true. other animals are like, why are these humans starting their cars at this time or going out? Like we're, <laughs> we're the only ones who think this is a good idea. I'm pretty sure no one thinks it's a good idea anymore, but it just keeps happening. Know, keeps, yeah. They, the fact uh... that it needs to go to like, it needs to go to like, this is why like our country like is always having problems with money. They need to like put this through the Senate and the Congress. Just fucking stop doing it. Why do we need <laughs> to pay for their lunches and their, and their travel back to the friggin' to Washington <laughs> to figure out no one likes it? Why don't you idiots just press a button and call it a day? <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so stupid. We should all just stop doing it. Like, everyone should just stop doing it and not, not wait for anyone to tell us. Mm -hmm. We should be like rebellious oh. children. <laughs> just yeah show, show up to work whenever <laughs> <laughs> i've decided this, this is what time it is we're all gonna just keep our clock or uh, actually let's change our clock so we have more light and then stop the nonsense exactly because tomorrow uh, i mean lately it's been staying light out until almost six o'clock yeah and it's getting so. light a little earlier so if we're moving mm -hmm. it then let's keep it light mm-hmm so, but then next week it'll be light out at seven o'clock, but in the yep. morning it'll be dark longer. Yep. For a little while until the time adjusts. But yeah. We'll see. But I'm enjoying this because uh, I went for a nice run after work yesterday and it was still light out when I finished. Oh, great. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. So that. we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about running today, which I'm excited about. I, I, yeah, this is like, Perfect. This because I feel like uh, a lot of people are gonna start running now that the weather will get better. Some people are thinking yes. about it, so um, it, it you're not gonna go run like three miles the first day you try <laughs> running. So no, and honestly, I think even people need to understand like going to the gym. If you're already going to the gym, that's great, but you have to remember like you got to strengthen all that connective tissue, right? So mm -hmm. if you just decide you're going to go out and just start running, you may cause some injuries. You may feel a lot like it. it, it I don't want people to get deterred from running because they just decided to go out and run. Like mm -hmm. you got to really, it's, it's, it puts some impact on your body. So you want to strengthen your body to do so, you know? And I'd like to say one thing while we're talking about this, I've really gotten like, I, I don't like to hear a lot of podcasters this upsets me because i like to run and i mean we've you know you read that book born to run there's a lot of science that says humans were supposed like we that's a natural movement i mean i do move now like running is a natural movement so when i hear like people putting that like that stigma like running's terrible for you it's bad for it's bad for that like you know at the end of the day like it's something our bodies were meant to do were we supposed to build concrete streets and pound away maybe not so much like there's ways if if it's bothering you to run on surfaces like that you can run on softer surfaces that that nature intended us to run on anyway so i i really i've heard a couple podcasters who i like and i'm not going to say names i don't need to throw shade but it really <laughs> upset me to have them 
I don't like the definitive. Like you shouldn't do this because there's a million people we can point out. I have a guy in the gym right now. He's 80. He only runs five miles now. He used to run like ultras and shit. No knee replacements, nothing. The guy only runs five miles at 80. That's what he told me when I said, how, how much do you run now? He goes, only five miles at 80. <laughs> Well, so, there's, the, the, I'm reading, um, I'm almost done with um, Kate Champion's most recent book, Limitless, and I'm oh, on I'm a person, yeah, I'm on the, the last story is about um, an 81-year-old woman, and she runs on um, 80 miles a week, so that that's averaging more than 10 miles a day <laughs> at 81. Right, so like, all right, I, and I'm not, again, there, there are, I can absolutely agree thing if you haven't been a runner or you you just decided to go out and run things can happen like you know if you don't train properly if things can happen as far as like getting out you want to make sure you're strong to do so but you know you're not just like you to your point you're not just gonna go out and run three miles there's a lot of different programs out there that are free the, the couch to 5k and that's one you like to do yeah um you know you can go out on a track and do i do when i was training like there were certain times when i was training for like just different things. I was kind of on off season, but I wanted to keep my speed up. Um, I would sprint to the choruses of songs. Like there was things to just have fun. So if you're just getting out and you're doing, you know, you're really starting to learn how to run, you can get out on a track and really use the tracks are a great place to do it. Or, um, you know, timing it on your watch. If you're on a treadmill, it's like, you know, uh, jog a minute, walk two. start off like that. When you really start going, because at the end of the day, you want to eat anything you do, running, working out, anything. You have to let your body get adjusted because it's it's like your body's now learning. You're putting more stress on it, which is okay because you're. it's like building something, right? We have to build it. We have to build a foundation and then you can start building from that. So in order to start running, you want to make sure you're, you don't just go from like literally your couch and just start running. Like you need to really try to put some like strength into yourself too. Some and I think, you plan. know. Yeah. So, like so, you, so what would you recommend if somebody said to you, one of your clients said, I want to start running, what would you tell them to do first? If they're, if they're already strength training, I absolutely would be like, okay, let's start doing this. Um, I would, uh, it depends on the person, honestly, and like how okay. fit they are. So that's kind of, but like, let's just say like an average person wants to just start running. I would say, Hey, we're going to start on the treadmill. I'd start getting them on the treadmill while I was in training with them. So I could watch them, but I'd say, let's jog for a, a minute and see how it feels. And if it's really easy, you know, we'll walk for a minute, jog for a minute. And I'm not going to do like 30 minutes right off the rip. Like we're going to do 10 minutes of this and see how it feels. And, you know, checking in. So if you're not with a trainer, you can check in, write a journal. You know, I tried this. It felt like it felt great. I have no problems. There's no issues. Check in if you have any pain. Um, one of the reasons, one of the things I don't like about the treadmill is I tend to see, I had a client, she was always a heel striker. So to get into some injuries, um, shin splints can be a bitch when you start first start to run a lot of that comes from heel striking so you want the ball your foot is supposed to hit down first right and then the rest right. of your foot follows so if your heel is hitting first it's not it doesn't your ball your foot's basically what absorbs the shock right so if your heel's hitting it's like ah like it's like exploding everything your body does not like it so your shins are going to take the brunt and you know that can that can cause way a plethora of other problems we won't get too far into it but um, I've noticed that she could, I taught her how to get the ball of her foot and she could do it outside or like just on flat surface. But when she got back on the treadmill, her heel strike would start again for some reason. So I think it was the treadmill moving. So that's another thing. Sometimes treadmills aren't for everyone and you want to get on because it's moving 
and mm. you're trying to move with it, right? So like mm. on the ground, you're you are the only force moving. You're moving yeah, on. Yeah, you, you have the control of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you know, in that in that case, I think that's a good idea. And everyone has all these fancy watches now, minus me. I don't have a fancy watch. Mm -hmm. Mine's ten dollars, but like. <laughs> Mine still keeps time if I needed it to. I can put an alarm on it. So you can set a timer for every minute and start there. I mean, there's so many different programs on the internet too. I would definitely always start slow and feel into it, you know, because if it is someone who's already strong, you can start moving a little quicker. I, I feel if you're already strength training, if you just went from like totally sedentary, don't do anything, you know, depending on if you're overweight or not, like there's so many factors that can, that things can go wrong. And the last thing you want to do is, be interested in something and something happen right away. And, you know, and to touch on that, things do happen. I've had people who just start running, they feel great. And it wasn't even a running thing. Like something happened where they just like fell at work or, and they get discouraged. So, you know, it's all about, it really is about consistency and it's about building right. slowly, right? Like you, if you go out and like, you know, you were a runner, you, if you were a runner and you haven't run in a while, you can definitely start moving a little faster than someone who's never run. That's exactly how we started because I, I I told you that I was the captain of the cross country team in high school, so it had been years. So I forgot how far I think you had me run, maybe like the first week, like a quarter of a mile, and yeah. then you said then you said if I um had to stop, like just like walk for I forgot if it was like one or two minutes, and then start back up again, yeah, and then and then, then it would build up like a quarter of a mile each time. I think that's how we started. Yeah, we started off pretty slow the first week, and then we we did we built on the quarter mile because I figured you already are a runner, yeah, so you have muscle, muscle memory. memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be different. You know, you're going to have that muscle memory it's, again. You still want to start off slow because you don't know how things are going to feel. But if, as soon as you reported to me, this feels great. I feel awesome. No problems. No pain. Of course, you might be a little sore. You know, the first week because you've never or you haven't done it in a while, but the, the, knowing the difference between soreness and pain, if you've worked out before, you know the difference in soreness. Soreness is usually you feel it kind of equally in most places. So like I woke up for an example, I woke up the other morning. I did this like crazy move net workout that well, it wasn't even that crazy. It was just something I hadn't done. And my that out like the it's called the vastus lateralis. It's a muscle in your quad. It's on the outside. Mm -hmm. Um my and my right leg, I was like, oh my God, I thought I'd pull the muscle. But then when I got out of bed, my left side did the same thing. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I knew that I was sore from a workout. So what I'm saying is like both of my legs felt similar. One was a little more sore because it probably did my right side's dominant. It probably did a little more work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I was absolutely sore from a workout and not injured. But if I didn't know, if I don't work out and I got up, I would have thought I hurt myself because I hadn't felt like that in those areas in a long time. So knowing if you're sore, it's usually kind of distributed pretty equally. So if your calves are sore, they're both probably going to be sore. And that might happen when you first start running. Sometimes people's hips will get a little sore. And again, this is all a factor of like, you you are starting something new like what happens when you start anything new if you lift weights if you use a muscle group you haven't used in a while you're going to be sore so take that into consideration do not take advil just because you're sore from working out like that's the worst thing to do you you know drink water move move more so if i wake up sore from running what what do i want to do i don't want to pop an advil i want to stretch i want to drink some water i want to foam roll I want to stretch. I want to, you know, get your body getting warm. So you want to heat up those muscles, right? Um, some dynamic stretching is great. Oh, mobility stuff. That's the kind of thing you want to do. Um, and then, you know, obviously adequate rest is important too. So this is something, Paul, I'm sure you can attest to this as I am a, I'm guilty as fuck about this. 
I start feeling good, I'm like, I'm going to overtrain. And it happens a lot. So I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, even if I'm feeling great, by day four, if I've been going hard, on day five, like today, I was like, all right, man, like, I can't, I had a plan. My brain was like, I'm feeling great. I'm like, nope, I'm going to do some steady state cardio for like 30 minutes. I'll go strengthen a couple of areas of my body and I'm going to roll. I did tons of rolling and tons of mobility today. A couple like minor strength things that, because I knew day five, I've been going hard all week and I've been feeling really good, but I don't need to, you know, you have to know when to stop. And, and rest or recover like you can actively recover you can walk you can do yoga there's things to do if you're an active person who's just getting running and you're like loving it like you gotta take a day off you gotta take a break because when you don't you need to recover you know yeah that's a that's a major part too is yeah. the recovery for your part of the workout so um the soreness is that caused from like muscle breaking down well, there's a couple, there's different reasons you can be sore. Yeah, that's, so muscle does have tiny tears. And when it's, when you're building it, it has tiny tears and then it rebuilds. So those tiny tears are like that soreness, but you can also get sore from like the impact. So your body's not used to like, have you ever, let, let me give you an example. Cause you, you came out trail running for the first time where your ankle sore after. I can't remember. Well, most people, oh. that's one thing that I notice when I take new trail runners out. The first thing they say is my ankles were wicked sore, right? Because, uh, for, well, for me, I already had like a hurt ankle, so it actually it actually felt no. better. Yeah. It's, well, so or you even your hips. I've had people be right. like, "Oh my god, my hips were so sore." Mm -hmm. Um, so your body's getting used to an impact per se. Mm -hmm. Like now, if you think about what no one can see, what I'm doing, I'm doing this thing with my hands like that. Like and Paul's just like, "Okay, dude, no one's seeing this," but like. If you're, if you're doing, like, if you're having this impact, you haven't had, and it's, it, you have to remember it's, it's a constant impact. So it's like one foot, next foot, one foot, next foot. So you're getting that impact and your body will build to it. So you may become sore in your hips, your ankles, things like that, um, because your joints are getting used to it. And, you know, I, again, we, I won't get too much into it, but I don't think you're, if anything, you have to remember something impact helps bones get strong too. So to say you're like destroying your joints, like, you know, yes, on concrete, I, I can attest, like, I feel work. If I run on concrete, I don't feel great. That's personal. Some people can run on concrete and they feel great. So I'm going to speak for myself and the way my body works. I can trail run. I feel great. Nothing hurts. Everything feels wonderful. Um, you know, I, my body feels awesome on the trails. I don't come out feeling, and I have arthritis in my left knee. It does not hurt in the trails. Like if I go on concrete, can it start hurting after three miles? Sure. But again, my body, you know, it's a little bit different and everybody's bodies are different. So to say that running is going to ruin your body. I, again, I, you know, I just listened to a podcast and someone I really like said it. So I'm really, it's up my ass right now. That's why I keep, because <laughs> it really upset me because I really like this person. And I was like, why are you doing this? You know, it really, it was, it was kind of like disheartening. So I'm like, you know what, you shouldn't push people away from something that's active, especially if they love it. Cause it is a natural movement and whether people like it or not, some people go their whole lives till a hundred running and they don't have problems or they have the same problems. Everyone else has the basic, you know, people who are active have shit hurt injuries. People who are unactive have shit hurt and mostly it's their organs. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, different way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, either way, like you, things are going to, you're going to have, I play soccer. Like they, I get hit. I have impact injuries. Like things happen, but you know, 
to, to if you want to be a runner and you're new at this, like I, I totally think it's awesome and it's a great thing to do. It's free. I mean, and if you can't afford, this is another thing. If you can't afford to go to a gym, there's a lot of body weight stuff you can do. I mean, Joblat has bands, like start some resistance training. That way, you know, when your joints and all your connective tissue can kind of be ready for the run. Oh, I have a list of exercises I saw that are good for runners. So you can, um, you can tell me this sounds right or not. The squats, um, speed skaters. So that that's where you yep. go from side to side. You put how would you describe it? You put your like so your red. I do that like for soccer. That's one of my. That's a drill I use for soccer. So it's basically like you're jumping. Your back leg goes out, so you're jumping side to side essentially. So it's a lateral jump. I, I'm like getting ready to do it. I'm like you can't. We can't describe it like that. So um, it's almost like dancing, kind of. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, yeah, you go. You swing lateral. it back. You you swing your one leg behind the other. Yeah, you so, look, so you look one like leg a... goes back, and then you jump that leg forward, and then you switch the other leg back. Swing the other leg back. Yeah, right, so the yeah. leg that's in back, once that leg, that leg will land right next to the other foot, and then the other leg will go back, and then that leg will land next to the other foot. So it's And then you can do that just stepping, and then when you feel confident, you can get a little jump. And that's a great, mm -hmm. that's a great training exercise. Um, that's going to strengthen the knees, the ankles, the hips. It's a really great strengthening exercise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you've ever seen like speed skating, like Olympics yeah. and stuff, that's what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Let's see what I have on um, uh, jump squats. Yep. Uh, long jumps. So you're, you're like leaping. You, yeah. You have, you're in one spot and then you just leap forward. Yeah. Um. Oh, bird dogs. You always have me do that. Yeah. That bird helps. dogs are great. That's bird great. dogs are literally the exercise. Bird dogs are good for everything for everybody. I'm a, a true <laughs> lover of bird dogs. Like I don't care what your problem is, what your sport is. Like they're the they're not as easy as you think if you do them right, which I, we've talked about that because you really have to brace your core. But they're right. they're a fantastic exercise for yeah, running. So, so you're sitting like a table, like you have your your hands down and you're on your knees and your back is flat, and then you reach out. Let's say your your right arm, and then you stretch your left leg back. Yeah, up, so the opposite. Arm and leg. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and then you go back and you switch arms and legs. Yeah, that helps with everything. Ooh, pistol squats. Yep. <laughs> we do those with the TRX. TRX. Yeah. That's <laughs> so you 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 squat, but you're like on one leg and you have your other leg out forward. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. And you can use so that they're really hard. Um, you can use a box or a bench if you don't have a TRX. Um, you just want to get something lower and you can just kind of try to go down as slow as you can and your butt will touch down, and then you want to stand up on that one leg. So you don't want to use the other leg at all. Mm -hmm. Right. And then there's lunges. Yeah, lunges another another exercise I'm a huge fan of, the lunge. Mm -hmm. Fucking love lunge. I love lunges. For whatever you do, whoever you are, lunges are awesome. Whenever we're doing um, obstacle course training, we always do <laughs> we do Lots a lot of lunges. lunges. Yeah, a lot of lunges. <laughs> uh, one legged heel raise. So you like on one leg and you like go up on your. Yeah, you know what is a good thing too. This will help that like tibialis area. So if you have your back against a wall and you walk out about I'd say eighteen inches away from the wall, so you're kind of on an angle where mm -hmm. your back's on the wall you're going to lift your heels. I mean, your toes towards your face. 
Does that make sense? So you're on your heels. Oh, so, right. Mm -hmm. So that's going to help that. So that'll also help with like shin splints for people who get shin splints while they run. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Yep. You, you feel your shins like stretching out. Yeah. When you do well, that. It, and mm -hmm. it strengthens too. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I got planks and yep. I've been doing my plank workouts. Uh, it has side plank too. Oh, clamshells. You've yep. been having me do that. That's when you're on your side. In the picture I saw, they didn't have the resistance bands, but it's really good if you have resistance bands. Yeah, the band's better. Yeah, you, you're on your side, and then um, you leave one leg down, and then you kind of like angle so the other one up. And then you open at the knees. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, yeah, and obviously with the resistance band, that really helps. Side shuffles. Yeah, basically, basically the same as like speed skating, except you don't swing your leg behind you, right? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And then, last but not least, Adriana's favorite burpees. Yeah, <laughs> fucking burpees. Dude. Burpees are great for everybody, right? Also, also another favorite exercise. Again, those are um, all exercises you don't need equipment for. It's just stuff. No, that you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. yeah you're absolutely right and that's and that's the thing it's like you want to do some of these strength training exercises to get you ready and you know at the end of the day the stronger you are the more durable your body's going to be right so mm -hmm. you you know you can't just run you need to strength train like you absolutely have to strength train like i will that i will argue with anybody like you being well-rounded and versatile, in, in, if your body is just well-rounded, you can go out and do anything. That's the best thing about being in fitness for me is that I found so many different like exercise styles, modalities, like things to do where it's like you can bring a lot together. And it's like anytime you give, you, you know, oh, I want to try this new thing, like you're fit to do it. So if you just decide, oh, I'm going to start this new sport, like, yes, you're going to have to be sport specific and train in that sport. But you're gonna go, your body you're gonna body will be able to handle it. You're not gonna have to be doing this whole long ass training program to get to that place. You're already trained. You just need the sport specific aspect of it. So if you're already fit, you can already you can get out to running faster. If you're not fit, you can start getting fit and then you can get to running. Like you know, it's just building the foundation. And you know, I I had a runner years ago. That's all she did when I got her, and I was shocked at her body fat. I was shocked at some of the things that she couldn't do, but the amount of miles she could run, she started coming to me because things started breaking down. Mm -hmm. So now here's another example. Like if you sit all day, what's going to happen? Your glutes aren't going to be firing as well. So you're going to have injuries from, if you're a runner who sits all day, you got to really stretch out those hip flexors. Your hamstrings might be shortening. So you're going to have to get up during the day. Like, you know, if you got to really be mindful of, your the thing you you love to do most is going to get battled with your job if you're not if you don't have a stand-up desk or you're not getting up to move so you really have to be careful as a runner if those hip flexors are super tight your glutes aren't firing properly like that's going to be a problem hips if your hips are really tight that's going to be a problem so you really have to be mindful of that stuff and you know injuries happen from tightness and weakness too so what's right. going to happen if you're sitting all day tightness and weakness right right so that has to be addressed proper everything like i mean proper shoe wear we talk about that a lot having the right shoes going to a store yes it costs it costs more money than going to friggin you know if you're gonna go to tj maxx and find a pair of sneakers like that's great to go out and like dance on a friday night but if you need a pair of running shoes 
you really need to go to a store and have them look at your feet. Like Roadrunner, they have a little track you can run. You can try the shoes on for 30 days and then return them if they're not great. So I'm just using that. And you use Run Newport too, right? Right. They do same the same thing. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to you wanna go out and get somebody, get a professional. Like I'm a trainer. I'm not a professional shoe picker outer. Like, <laughs> I, you know what I mean? People ask me all the time, what shoes should I wear? Like, I, I have an idea, but I don't know enough about that where I'm going to give advice other than like, oh, here's a good brand I like. You know, I right, use it's different, all different shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I use different shoes for different things. Like for running, yeah, like I'll definitely use a different shoe in the trails than I'm going to use out on the concrete. I have a totally different shoe for the concrete than I do in the trails. I have a totally different shoe I train with and I still run short distances with. I, you know, so it, it really does. You're going to need good shoe footwear too. That's don't go out and get some sketchers, people. <laughs> they do that. They fit all fit differently. Like I, yeah. I love, I love Brooks, but then when I compare that to the Hoka's, like Hoka's perfect you know, for my foot, because I had flat feet and yeah. my past ankle injuries, it like stabilizes your ankle. So that one's good for me, but like Asics or Brooks might be good for somebody else. It, right. it depends on your foot. So yeah. you need to try them on and you need to like keep off on them because if you're putting some miles on, you need to replace them. Oh yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I, I know when I'm ready to replace, I need new ones now. So yeah. then, I, then I start feeling like my back getting sore. <laughs> yeah you you know basically um because i have to run i actually have an appointment but i want to just leave with um you have to be aware of your body and if you really want to be aware of your body i mean and paul you're a writer like i write i wouldn't call myself a writer i'm definitely not as good as you by any means <laughs> but um i i think journaling about like what you're doing is awesome because it's a good way to track what's going on in your body if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling injuries, or it's a great way to track success. So put it all in there. You know, mm-hmm. I ran, yeah, I ran a minute, I ran a minute for uh, on and a minute off for 10 minutes today. You know, the next time you run, I, I ran two minutes on and, and one minute off and like keeping track of your successes on those days that you have a really shitty day. If you look and you're like, oh, or something happened or you got sick and you're like, oh, I went back a week, which isn't <laughs> going to matter that much people. You know, at the end of the day, when you go back and look at your success, I'm, I'm doing it right now and I'm feeling really good because I'm like, shit, I'm actually like, knock on wood, like nothing's totally broken where I can't do everything right now. And I'm loving it. Right. You know, so I'm journaling it. I'm like, I look in the journal, I'm like, yep, slept okay. This happened, that happened, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, life is good. You know, that way, if God forbid something else goes wrong where I can't do something, it's like, hey, you're, you're almost like, things are good again. You know, you, you, you got this far. It's a little mishap. So you know, I just, I want to leave with that. Um, Paul, I'm sure you want to finish talking about running a little more so I can leave you to keep chatting on the podcast without uh, me. Oh, uh, it's okay. We can, we can wrap it up now. We'll, we'll definitely do like a part two. Yeah. That we, that we can talk about because it's important to warm up before you run and then stretch oh, yeah. out afterwards. So that's a main thing to prevent injury, especially when you're older, older that's folks true. like us. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do like you used to when you're a kid. So no, no, not at all. <laughs> Yeah, so, we'll definitely, we'll cover that more. We'll definitely have to do a part two. Yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. so you want to talk about Soul Friend? Yeah, so uh, my company, Soul Friend Yoga, it's uh, really, we're we're feeling great about the things we're doing. We're providing um, free mats right now to some communities. We provide free programs to other communities. We sell uh, yoga mats and fitness apparel, and it's at soulfriendyoga.com. We're also on Instagram if you want to check it out. You can reach me through there too if you just want to instant message me. And um, if you're listening today, Soul, capital S-O-U-L 20, will get you 20% off the website. 
All right. You can find me at the Roadrunner. It's R H O D E on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and um journey of the roadrunner.com is the website. And the Roadrunner one, that's number one at gmail.com. Awesome. So, so until next time, we'll see you out on the road. See ya. And remember, be excellent to each other. And party on!